You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got that funk coming in, brother. That's so Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. Oh, little brother's Johnson. Oh, yeah. It's the jam right here, man. This is the jam. Um, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show where we break down nerd culture tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. Yes, we do. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined as always by my man, Akili Shine. Akili Shine. How are you? In the building, man. We are in the building. We're in the building, man. How are you feeling? How are you living? I'm feeling fantastic. Little yes, Brothers sir. Johnson, yes, uh, Strawberry Letter 23. Three. Yeah, man. Uh, from, from, from family of, uh, family uh, and friends of ours. Yeah. yeah Brothers yeah. Johnson. Yeah, uh, so yeah, man. Like, you, like you, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, here it comes. <laughs> it's like GT Nights. Yeah. <laughs> like GT After Dark. Yeah, typically we do the show in the morning, man. Yes. We're in the late night right now. Huh? We're late night right now um, for us, but it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, we have lots to talk about, of course. We want to get into, uh, oh, I want to get into Star Wars Celebration. Um, uh, okay. we a new Star Wars trailer drop. Um, I also spent two weekends at Coachella. Man. How'd that happen? Man, you must have been doing excellent. I mean, I spent one full weekend and then one day the previous weekend. Yes, sir. And then, um, you know, we got some tech news to talk about as well. So let's let's get into all that. Uh, but I, I, mainly, but first, I want to talk about Google. Google Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Google Fi is coming, baby. Oh, it's man. coming. Are, are you ready? Oh, I'm definitely ready, man. Project Project Fi. Project Fi. Right, Project Fi, which is basically Google's answer for a mobile network. It's you know they're 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 supporting this big initiative to to basically refiber optic yeah. everything up. Yeah. Um just kinda like AT and T did for AT D Uverse. Yeah. And create these these this network that will be sort of ubiquitous and, and be able to have all phones sort of bounce from network to network. On the same on the same fiber optic, is it? But the, I mean, well, essentially, it's trying to do what broadband has done for, um, like how how Google Fiber has taken over broadband. They're right. trying to do the same thing for like Wi-Fi and uh, all your all your mobile networks. Right. So, essentially, like when you are at home, you're usually on a Wi-Fi network. Yes, you are. And then when you leave your home, you put usually on your 3G or 4G. And mm-hmm. so it's trying to come up with a way to make that transition automatic and more fluid. Right. And um, I think, you know, s- establishing that, incorporating that, this new infrastructure, I think is going to be amazing in terms of the efficiency that we'll be able to have access to with our devices. Well, we all so. want we all want <laughs> Wi-Fi out in the world. And, yeah. You know, there's all, I mean, we, we can all bounce from coffee shop to coffee shop or yeah. location to location. Uh, almost the 2016 and 15 cars 
cars, 16 cars will have Wi-Fi enabled. Yep. So, you know, public transportation has Wi-Fi these days. Yep. So we're getting there. But Google is wants it to be sort of everywhere. Yeah, you know, everywhere. This is, you know, it, we know our network has always been behind Europe. We've always been behind what, what Europe yeah. does, especially what, what Asia, specifically Japan. Like China. China. You got to throw China in there. I mean, China, you, 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 you know, Japan and China have been on video conferencing for a like, cool minute. Seriously. You know, we don't have those Since capabilities. Since we've seen in movies. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> we don't have those capabilities. So, I mean, if, if, if anyone's going to do it, it's Google. Yeah. I'm all for it. It's supposed to launch um, on April 22nd. That's like that's like that's like this week. Yeah. This, this goes up Saturday, so that's that's what launching this week. We're pre-taping this. This will go up on Friday, but like, yeah, man, that that's that's here. I don't know, you know, I know Sprint and T-Mobile are going to try it first, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. I mean, I don't know. What, hey, do, you, what I mean, do you think? I mean, I, I think that it's cool. I think that anything that will promote or in, engage people to have faster services, I think it's a good thing because we are all kind of dependent. On our devices, and mm-hmm. so yeah, we we you you want the fastest connection. You want you don't want to be in a place where hey stuff is not working or downloading or or, or all any and all of the above. So you want to be able to, you know, have have the the, the best access at, at all times. And so th- that's what Google's trying to do, especially with their expansion tactics all over the world. This is just kind of like a. Uh, a key element before before they engage in like other other areas of the world where they don't have internet access. Right. So. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Um, you know, whatever. But uh, Facebook also is um, is, is coming onto <coughs> the scene with Facebook. Hello. Yeah, I don't know about this. Um, Which, what, what was your take on this? I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I quite understand it. I mean. Uh, it, it, it is, if, as far as I understand it, it is like, um, um, it allows you to, like, it's, 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 I don't think I understand it. Okay, so, I understand it. My take on it, it's, it's reinventing the dialer, right? So when you have a contact, typically you dial the phone number, right? right? So what Facebook is trying to do is create a system where your phone, your phones will sync and it'll recognize the contact and you don't have to dial it. That's what I thought it was. And all the information is essentially, um, there for you. And, and the searchability aspect. Yeah, I'm out. So the searchability aspect is actually cool though. Like if you wanted to search for just contacts in Chicago, you could just do the Chicago. But when all the contacts would come up based on what people are putting in their profiles, information they put in their profile on Facebook. So I mean, I think that, that's kind of sophisticated in that sense. But I mean, I I don't really care about that. Like, well, what, what what concerns me about it now that I I do, I'm sorry, I'm I'm now understanding and I I did understand what, what, what I didn't like about this, what I don't like about this is it just, it just the, the, the Facebook dependency is ramping right up. I mean, Facebook right. wants to keep you on Facebook, yeah. and wherever wherever you, wherever Facebook's not, Facebook will come to you and find you. Right. Like you know, Facebook but, but toilet. Why, but why is that bad? You want to flush? Log into Facebook first. You know, tell <laughs> me, flush. Tell me why that's bad, though. Huh? Tell me why that's bad. I, for Facebook, it's fantastic. For me, I don't. I'm not cool on Facebook. I don't need. I don't need Facebook to like be all in my shit everywhere I go. I mean, literally, Facebook flush. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but uh, no, but I, I just I'm not I'm not really into it. I got you. Um, I got you. I, I, but but I, but I think as as well, let's just speak for it as a technology. I think as a technology, um, you know, what be a billion users, a billion plus users. Yeah. Um, you know, Facebook is super ubiquitous, if you will. It's everywhere. Right? It is everywhere. So so Facebook. I mean, you know, 
it's integrated into most smartphones. Yeah. Most people, most most apps you use ask you to integrate Facebook into your apps. Right. Facebook is whether you like it or not. Even me as a part of your life, whether you like it or not, I always opt out of the things that make you sign into Facebook to be a part of them. But uh, so this is just one thing: if you're using your smartphone to to utilize all your Facebook contacts, I just don't like the reverse of it. Whenever somebody asks me to utilize all my Facebook contacts, yeah. I just feel like they're in all my contacts. They're sending out to my contacts a bunch of crap I don't want them to be sent from me. Like, but, I mean, think about the pluses, though. Think about having all your contacts organized. Like, honestly, in, in my contacts, there's so many, like, duplicates or so many yeah. contacts that don't have all the information. Or mm-hmm. I get a, I get a new number. There's I'm like, software. who the hell is there's this? There's software for that, bro. Of course there is. Of course, yeah. for the, there's software for the dupes. But I'm talking about the organization of it. Or, like, if I'm searching for, for, for a content that I, I don't remember the name fully, but I remember maybe where I, where I met them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. That's a cool feature to be able to have that be able to implement that okay. so i mean uh, I, I just, you know facebook will continue to come up with a bunch of cool technology whether or not it, it it's it's a weird thing like I, I i applaud facebook for their r&d and the technology they're coming with i don't know that i want to use facebook to do it no i agree with you it's one of these things so it's like you know in, in order to be involved in facebook technology you have to really be a part of facebook and at a certain point i wonder what that oh. I, I know what that means now um, I know what it meant uh, three years ago. I know what it means now, and it scares me. What is that going to mean five years from now? But that's, you want to drive this road, or you, are, you, are, you, are you are you are you on Facebook? Are you on Facebook? But that's not just you Facebook. Can't turn left. We, we can't. We can't. <laughs> like I don't know. We can't say or we cannot say that that's just Facebook. That's pretty much all these tech companies. What, you're in the Google universe. You're in you're in the you're in the uh, Snapchat universe, or you're in the Twitter universe. Like that's the whole point to keep you in their ecosystem, to keep to keep your time and your attention yeah. in there. So I, I can't fault them for, for that. I sure. think that's smart. Like and and leave it up to the users to decide which ecosystem they want to live in. I understand that, but Facebook is becoming an ecosystem where other ecosystems live inside of. So it's becoming the ecosystem and it's scaring me. That's all. Okay. Um, that's all. Um, all right. So, uh, we talked a lot about, a lot of, a lot of ballyhoo about, uh, Jeff Bezos, yeah, um, yeah. trying to buy the post office and Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, using drones, drones the for, for Amazon. Packages, yeah, well, it yeah. looks like the United States Postal Service, the USPS, uh, is looking into the drone situation themselves. They're like, this F you, Bezos. Nah, this is stupid. No? This is stupid. The man. octocopter. I mean, the octocopter is real. <laughs> yeah, like, that's real. I mean, I mean, it's interesting that the story came up this week in terms of, like, drone usage and, you know, I guess the infiltration of, of drone into, mm-hmm. into society. But I don't think that, that this is going to pass for the U.S. Post Office. I mean, they're having a hard time. They've had a hard time um, <laughs> staying alive. And so, I, I, I mean, I think to use a tactic like this, I mean, it's not going to work. It didn't work for, for, for Bezos. Why would it work for them? I like, legally. You know what I'm saying? Like... I think it's. A, I think it feels like a PR. I hate to say it, but it feels like a PR stunt, right? It feels like a sure. we, it feels like a weird PR press. It release. It doesn't seem like it's real. It I feel, mean, it might be, but it doesn't. No, seem I mean, like I'm it. sure they're testing, but it feels like a press release. Like, don't count us out now. Right. We're about to use drones. But I will say, in theory, like the concept is is, is solid. Like, I mean, if there's a way to regulate it, of course, it would be solid. But I don't see. I don't see what way that would be. Like, where you have. Hundreds or thousands of drones in the sky at one time delivering packages to people. Like, I mean, I can just see that as a train wreck. But the the feasibility of it, like, it's, it's, it's a cool concept. Well, the difference is we're talking. It's the United States Postal Service, it's a government right. agency. So, I mean, theoretically, 
you know, the wheels are greased in terms of FAA regulations being, in terms of, uh, you know, governmental approval. Right. It's a government agency. Right. The wheels are greased. They can probably get this thing approved. Like only the post office can do this. Right. Jeff Bezos, sorry. You know, so that's that. That's kind of the thing. Like all, the, the only drones you see in the air are government drones. I don't. I don't see. I don't. I don't see how the people of of this country would go for that. Right. Or, or I mean, what whatever representative that you have in office that is going to fight for that bill. I don't. I don't see that going through. I just feel like that. I think the, the idea is that you know people respect you know mail carriers and respect the institution of the post office. They do? And respect, sure. I mean, there's okay. a lot you know from the, the Pony Express and you know through rail, through, your, through your rain, time. sweetens. Yeah, through my time. Yeah, the Pony <laughs> Express. My, my prom. I, I took my prom date. <laughs> To the problem of Pony Express. No, but like through rain, snow, sleet, or hail, or whatever it is. So the idea is like, you know, respect our drones. We're, we're delivering your mail through hey. rain, snow. Don't, don't throw rocks at our drones. Hey. We're delivering packages. No? no I'm, not, I'm not with it, man. And well, there's, there's also security issues we have to worry about. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're carrying a very expensive, secure package, like you flying that through the hood, like, I don't know. I mean, I like, I, again, I like the concept. I mean, I, I think. I think we're a decade away from that, to be honest. A decade for it being like, like seriously, like, like insti- the institution of it seriously being put right in society. Like, okay. I don't, I don't see it happening. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay. What about uh, back, back to Facebook? You know, we talked a lot about Facebook and their and their drone army. You know, they've acquired that that drone uh, company who does these full size military grade. Like giant seven forty seven size drones. Seven forty seven <laughs> size. Some of them are like or seven thirty seven. Some of them are like full commercial airline size drones. Right. These aren't just like little drones. These are like full commercial airline size drones that can fly yeah. for you know yeah. hours and hours and, and days. Right. right. These things can be up in the air for days for the purpose of being able to deliver internet to uh, suppose uh, uh, allegedly <laughs> for the purpose of being able to deliver to deliver internet to underserved. Uh, nations and cities and countries. Uh, there's a big article talking about how this is done, and it's through laser, which which was cool, right? Well, well, they're using this. Actually, it's, it's a brother that's that's using infrared laser and uh, microwave technology to be able to, um, I guess, give access to the internet to give access of the internet to people that don't have it. And so, he's creating these solar power drones, which is I think is pretty pretty inventive in the sense that you know. Obviously, it's powered by the, by the sun, and right. it, it could fly for or stay in the air and hover for a long extended period of time. And yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like the concept they already have with the hot air balloon thing, where they have these satellites put up in remote areas where they can be able to you know have have uh, internet provided for for people that that may, might be in like a remote village or in a, in a mountain village. And so I think it's smart in that sense to be able to um, connect people everywhere. And I, Obviously, for Facebook, the more people that have access to the Internet, more people are going to be on Facebook. The more people that are on Facebook, the more ad opportunities there are. So, I mean, in terms of their expansion policy tactics, I think I think it's smart um, because I, I, I do believe, uh, I do posit that the world should have access to the Internet. Sure. And so, I mean, if it means putting these balloons or these drones to, to give them the access, I'm for it. You know what I mean? I, I put it like that. I'm for it. I just, I, oh, fair enough. I just, again, I, you know, I just picture Zuckerberg in some, in some weird, like, control center, like, looking at some gigantic, like, <laughs> 40 foot screen with, like, 700 drones in the air and him, like, like, sipping a cup of coffee laughing. Hey. I don't know. Mad scientist style? Like, I mean, the, the fact that he even asked the question, how can I bring the internet to every person on the planet? 
and, and not th- not how can I acquire like uh, three hundred like commercial military grade drones? Hey, I, I, I mean, but this is this is not Zuckerberg. This is this these are these are like new graduated students from like MIT coming up with sure. this stuff. So I mean, obviously, it's under the the, the guise of of Zuckerberg and. Being that he's the the founder and owner, but I I feel like I mean you have to be inventive and you have to adapt and innovate, and this this is innovation. Uh, like, I mean, is, is Facebook supposed to say, well, we already have three three billion people, we're gonna stop, no yeah. more people. Like, yeah. we have to expand, and this is a good way to expand because people 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 have people deserve to have access to information, and if this is a way to provide it, hey, like I said, sign me up. The question that, that, that no one seems to be asking and that, that, I, that I constantly want to ask is, I know it's like, it's, it's, these, these are the things that are the problems I have with these sort of giant, the, the, the giant companies, the Amazons and the Facebooks and the Googles of the world, right? Yeah. Like, at one point in the universe or at one point in the hopefully not too near future, uh, what if, what if Facebook is for sale? Mm-hmm. What if Facebook for what, what if what if what if I'm not going to get political, but like let's say the, let's say the Koch brothers decide they want to buy Facebook and all of its assets, yeah. you know, I mean, and all and, and all of the information of all these people and all of the drones flying over the air and all of this stuff, like it's 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 one thing if you if you trust that Zuckerberg is owning Facebook and he has all this information, he's working for the power of good, or Google who has all of this information and all of this data, data and all and all of these uh, Gmail accounts and everything else you know their, their their edict is do no evil or don't do evil whatever it is right what if someone buys them what if someone buys out bezos what if someone buys out facebook what if some crazy well, like number, number russian one, bond villain it's not going to be like, a someone it's not going to be a someone it's going to be right. a group of people there's right. i don't think there's any one person that has the the, the banking to do that where's the bond villain who's going to come and buy and buy the spot out that person doesn't exist Right. There might be a, a council of, of Bond villains that might do that. Right. There might be a dozen of them. I mean, maybe, maybe I watched too, too many, too many uh, <laughs> movies, but it's just it's but the I, idea, I get what the you're idea saying. of these private companies who control so much information of our information, and yeah. that that it's it's really something something really like insidious I mean, but, about it. I mean, how does it, how is it different than the government? It, it, it's a government, not a private company. Okay. That's the difference for me. Okay, but the, but the government is supposed to serve the people, right? And oftentimes right. it doesn't. Well, I mean, look. I mean, we we can get into like a a conversation about you know uh, uh, you know government and anti government and federal versus you know privatism and all that stuff at the time. But 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 for me, like if you just follow the premise of like the government is here to serve the people, yeah. private companies are here to serve pri- to make profits. Yeah. Like that that's concern. That's all. That's okay. all. Just just on, on face value. Hey, but you you have a choice. You have a choice to not be on Facebook. You can d- delete Very the much. app for your phone. Delete the app from your phone right now. Never go on it again you make that choice you sign those terms and services the terms and the terms of agreement you sign that very true so i mean you you make you make the decision to be able to have your information tracked and used and sold for whatever purpose okay fair enough um let me ask you about this youtube situation because youtube uh is 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 finally changing their uh they're getting rid of the, the api version two um uh and that means any smartphone uh, or anything manufactured before 2013 probably won't be able to play YouTube anymore. Not probably. It will not. Will not. It will not work. Play YouTube. It will, not, will work. not work. Yeah, the only solution that that uh, that will work is if you have, if say for instance you have a smart TV that was made in 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to work with YouTube. So the, the only I know a lot of folks with old TVs yeah. and a lot of folks with old Blu-ray players. I sure as hell know a lot well, of folks with well, iPhone fours. You buy. You buy. And iPhone fives. You buy you a streaming box and you're fine. 
That's that's it's, it's an easy solution. You buy your streaming box like an Xbox or like yeah. uh, Apple TV or a, a Chromecast, and hey, sure. you got you have the app. What about like the it. folks who have, who rock an iPhone, cracked iPhone fours, and and like an iPhone fives and like that? Well, iPhone four and five, you're still good. You're still good. Really, but iPhone four is not. That, that that that's an old joint. It's older than the 2012. Older than 2013. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. iPhone well, four. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I it's over. It's over. It's, okay. It's, I mean, just just like when if you have an iPhone four now, like it's over for you. Period. So like, you can <laughs> like you can't do like, anything anyway. Like, <laughs> Apple's gonna force you out anyway yeah. with, with their with their new operating system. Like yeah. half of your stuff isn't gonna work, and you have enough space. Apple like, only sells. Oh, Apple only sells. I think they only sell five S's, sixteen gig now. Anyway, they're, they're yeah. trying to. So if you're trying to buy a new phone, you can buy an, uh, a really cheap nine 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 dollar sixteen gig phone, or you can buy the yeah. six, yeah. or you can shut up. <laughs> and, and also, and also, if you if if you do have the iPhone four, and hey, you can just still go on it online, like through the through through Safari. You don't have to use the app to, to go onto YouTube. So you still have another option to use to utilize YouTube aside from the app. Right. All right. Fair enough. I mean, all again, all apps are gonna you know improve and and ha- have updates. And so, I mean, I, I just think this is normal. This is a part of being an app company. Sure. So. Um, so the the Uber co-founder uh, <laughs> is, 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 has a uh, a new a new app and a new situation called Operator. Yes, indeed. Um, Smooth Operator. Uh, operator. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what what uh, so Operator is? I, I'm trying to understand this. This is sort of like um, it's sort of like um, uh, um, what's the uh, what's the thing that you what's the what's the thing that you do. Driving around, Postmates. It's like mm. Postmates meets I don't know what, but it's an operate. It's a situation where you can have a live person, yeah, go out and do your shopping for you, or yeah. or you can still. I guess it's a situation where you can. Um, Let me explain how it works. Yeah, please so, do. So, so, say, I'm, so, I'm, say, I'm, I'm so say you say you are a shoe aficionado and you. Want the the newest pair of, of Jordans, whatever. Yes, and maybe oh, let's say you're not a shoe aficionado. Say you're you you know the basics of shoes, but you wanna you you want advice as to what shoe you should get. So this service operator connects you to people that have that information, that have that sophistication to tell you to consult for you. Hey, this is the shoe you need. This is where you can buy it. This is how much it's going to cost. And you be like, yo, that's the one I want. They'll show you a picture. So once you say I want it, then they'll actually that that. That network of people that have that information will buy it for you, and then essentially, essentially, they'll buy it for you using your credit card, mm-hmm. and then it will be shipped to you. And so it's anything from shoes to to food to sound equipment to anything. But a, is, a to Z. is isn't there a is 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 there is there like a more curation process? What if I like what if I don't know it? If I'm like I kind of want these Air Force no, ones, but that, I don't know what Air Force one is. Tell person, me about it. That person will recommend. And that person will give you the information about it. Right. He'll tell you, or he or she will tell you, this is what this product is. This is this is why it's the best product out. It's it fits what you need. This is how much it costs. This is where you can get it. Do you want to buy it? Boom. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, and then, but what about the, the, there's also an option for the folks who don't necessarily want. Um, that, who, who want their own experience? Who want like a? Some people want a, a personalized shopper experience. Some people want like just the the uh, the the, the to, to go in like sort of the uh, the, the e-commerce experience. You right. have that option as well, right? 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's pretty much bridging those two scenarios. Like you still have um, the the human interaction, mm-hmm. but you also have the the choice, and you also right. have the freedom to to. Yeah, you have you have the choice to, to choose what you want and have a, have an array array of choices essentially. All right, and how, how do you feel about that this situation? I mean, I, I think that uh, we're we're in a we're in a state where this we're in an on demand economy. So, I mean, Uber is the prime example of that. So much that Uber has become a, a word in our lexicon, like Google or like yeah. yeah. So, like when you say, oh, is, is it the Uber of something? Like right. we, we make references to Uber when it's something else. So I think it's interesting that these on the, these on demand services are kind of like bringing the common person luxuries that were only offered to rich people. Yeah, and I think that's just an interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting place that we're in. Like before, maybe in the eighties, like you couldn't have a chauffeur or you couldn't have a chef or a maid, or that was, that was, those, those are luxuries that were only afforded to, to upper middle class. Um, and up, and up, you know what I'm saying? Now anyone can have that, right? Anyone can have a chauffeur. We, we could call us a black car right now. Right now. You know what I'm saying? We, we could call it. a maid right now to mop and clean the house right now. Right. So I, I think that's just awesome that yeah, we're, we're in that, we're in that space that could take. Ser- like, services are offered to anyone. I like you know that. And I also like the take of like the, the idea of, of, uh, operator also wants to have that. You know, they want to be Google it or they want to be they want to be the Q tip or the band aid or the Kleenex where you know the, the the brand replaces the actual item. So Uber it, I mean even you know Lyft is doing its best, but you know, it's always we're always Ubering somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and so that that's already that's in a very short amount of time. Short Uber's become the thing, even over Super. Lyft and, and over everything else. And same, and so uh maybe uh operator will be that. Like yeah. I need an operator. You yeah. know, <laughs> like you know, that'll be, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Um, and I, I, I also say, I think, oh, I don't know. I'll ask you, do you think that brick and mortar stores will continue to phase out? And I mean like the corporate ones or even small businesses, mom and pops. You know, do you think I, they'll phase I out? This, I, I wonder about this. All, I mean, we've been asking this question since the big, the first big, you know, uh, brick and mortar phase out was the record stores. Yep. Um, and, that, and then it was a thing where like. You know, because and I, and I grew up in the era of like going to the record store, flipping through records yeah. every Tuesday, buying albums. And yeah. so that that whole experience, going to the weird guy who yeah. knows everything and like, ah, you gotta buy this weird import. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the whole experience. That doesn't exist anymore, right? No. So, um, I, I you know, um, but see that thing you just that thing you just described is right. exactly what this app is gonna do. Right. Same thing, but right. you just don't have to go in the store and do it. But right. but go ahead. But, but that's part of so. So my, my point is, I I thought that like. You know, uh, technology, I was worried about it then, and then I thought, then, you know, Best Buy, you know, blew up. You know, and then and the next the next big wave was blockbusters went away, right. and so I think there's still room. And then the next big wave was uh, well, at the same time was that was all the bookstores went away. I mean, yeah. Barnes and Nobles is still kind of hanging on with the Borders, and all those guys went away. Well, so. all, all media stuff has been hit hard, right? But what about like furniture or or let's say let's let's or like clothing. People Fashion. still want to go in and try on clothes. Okay. People are not going to want to not go in and try something on, sit in the mirror, you know, have a stack of clothes. People okay. aren't going to want to go sit on that couch, bounce on that bed. What about groceries? Uh, you know, people aren't going to want to squeeze squeeze a melon, so to speak. They aren't, or they will. People are still going to want to go oh. in, and like people, whether it's going down. To, see, I don't know. If people will want to go down to the farmers market and the corner bodega to do it, but I don't know if people are going to want to go to the giant, you know. 
you know, Costco and still go and do that. I mean, if you can get that delivered directly to your house. I think the bulk situation may change. The Costco's of the world, that's something I see switching to online. Of course. You know, Costco's, the bulk stuff, but actually going down to the local bodega or going down to the farmer's market. You want to have the... The feel. You want yeah, to have so the, the I don't know. I, I, I think most of retail is still intact because people want to go down and look at something and feel something and know something and not. Unless they can figure out a way to replace that online. You can't look at, a, at, a, at, a, at an engagement ring for your girl, for your fiance online and be like, that's cool. You see, I, see that I, I feel that we'll, I feel that we'll have um, the virtual reality or the, um, we covered it a few weeks ago, not virtual reality, but uh, the augmented, augmented reality, reality where we could have holo- holographic uh, sure. content sent to us. So yeah, you actually could see what that ring is like and it could you be put on your finger like, yeah, exactly in, in real time. I, I foresee that happening so and my take on that in terms of brick and mortar versus online I, obviously most most uh sales are still done in brick and mortar but i feel that there's going to be way more closures as we proceed down this down this I technological road i may so. agree i may agree we'll still see who's 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 our way what i mean this is another philosophical question but like what, what's going to survive I mean, obviously, restaurants will survive. Yeah. You know, food places will survive. Anything experiential I mean, will survive. Do you think clothing, clothing will survive? I think so. I mean, what's going to happen to malls? Like, you know, yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows? Who knows, man? I mean, that, that, so much of that is a social experience, experience of right. the marketplace. I don't know. The experience clothes, of walking through. When I look at when I look at when I look at um, these young these young guys now, like. Most of these, most of the, well, at least with streetwear industry, most of these dudes, yeah, they might have their own like flagship store, but they're selling most of the stuff online. Yeah. People aren't going into the store. And there's plenty, like, there's plenty of couture guys who like have a bunch of online businesses. They'll tailor your suit, yeah. do your measurements. Yeah, we'll have a guy call. You know, they, we can measure you up. You'll send you a suit. Those people have those those boxes of, of, of clothes that like with full outfits. For sure, Dollar Shave Club to shave your joints up. Yeah, I don't know. Hey. Who knows? All right, so move we'll forward. See. Let's uh, let's let's go back. Let's go into Coachella briefly. Uh, uh, yeah, Coachella, man, 2015. It happened. Well, let me let me ask you, man. Let me ask you, like, yes. like, give the audience your take, man. Like, like, I know, I know, uh, you, you experienced it last year. Yes. So let's juxtapose. Was it was this a better year this year, or did you have a better time last year? I had a, I had a way better time last year. So, so explain why. Uh, I think it's personal. I think I think it's just a lineup situation. I think that the lineup for me personally, Joe Braswell, I I. You know, there's way more, way more bands that I love to see uh, that I wanted to see. I mean, throughout right. the day, uh, way more DJs I enjoyed in, on, in, in the Yuma tent, way more DJs I enjoyed in the Sahara tent, the headliners I all loved, the sub headliners I loved. Uh, and so, so musically, like, musically, last year was it was better. I would say this, you know, Coachella is just never ceases to amaze me how, Freaking organize that thing is for sure. It is. I mean, you know, the, the the Coachella myths are that it's people who don't haven't been to Coachella or don't know Coachella. They think of it as like you know, sort of like a another Burning Man. Yeah, that's like that's like the the ultimate like the the full myth. Like, right. <clears throat> I mean, I'll go out to Coachella and everyone's camping and everyone's in the mud. And it's dusty and I'm not gonna be out there with a bunch of dusty kids in the mud. It's nothing like that. Like there's so many there there are like luxury experiences at Coachella. There's a Absolutely. full there's a full like fine dining experience at Coachella that you can you can get for sixty bucks a person. For sure. There are the, the you know the VIP there's two giant VIP areas that, that probably hold, I don't know, about uh, you know three thousand people each. Right. Um it, it, it's it's really organized. Run me this. So what about what about Coachella in the in, in the technological sense? Like I I, th- I think you had a take when we were talking off offline that 
the, that they were really sophisticated with the app, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so kind of tell, talk about that. Coachella's done a fantastic job on the, tech, on the technology standpoint. I mean, first of all, I want this is some numbers that are staggering. This, Coachella did both weekends will do. Uh, I think they did about. I think the number is. Uh, what's that number? I think the number is. You're talking about attendance. Yeah, attendance. Oh. It's five. It's five hundred and seventy-five thousand people for both weekends. Right. So that's that's a lot. That, yeah. That's almost three hundred thousand people a weekend. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's almost three hundred thousand people. One thing. Every time when you when you go to Coachella, every person that goes to Coachella gets a wristband. Yep. Every single wristband, and it comes in a wonderful package that you have to open up and really feel it's, like it's oh, a, I win. Experience. It's experience. Mm-hmm. But when you put on your wristband, it's an RF. It's an RF sensor. Every single person has one. Yeah. There's not a thing you do on Coachella when you walk in. You know, it's a mile, mile, about a mile, like half a mile to mile walk usually from your car to to getting in. Not unless you you're VIP. Even <laughs> VIP, it's a half a mile. Okay, <laughs> but when you walk, you scan your bracelet, you scan your arm, everywhere you go, beep, beep, beep. You're scanning. They know exactly who's coming in, when it comes. You kind of like how Facebook does. Shut up. You scan, you scan when you go in. You scan when you leave. You scan uh, when you enter VIP. You scan when you go when you go to porta potty. Beep. You scan. I'm kidding. No, but like, <laughs> so they, they have the, the numbers that they have are probably are insane. Number one, but number two, what that does is that RF bracelet is actually uniquely registered to your to your app. Your genetic code. <laughs> I mean, like you you plug in the the, the the code into your app and you register. So the app knows. What, what your where, lineup is, where you are. what you're doing, uh-huh. where you are, what's cracking, and it's it's really remarkable. Not I mean, not only for you as a as a user experience because you know what your schedule is, yeah. what's happening, where you are in relationship, like where, where your car, like all the stuff they've they've done these great things. But for the organizers, they have. Metadata, of course, on that on that festival, of course, and they'll, they use they'll use that data for 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 the next year and how they're going to curate that experience, and I'm, it's going to get better and better and more. The the nuances are going to get even even the, the nuances are going to be even even stronger. The the, you know the festival was probably thirty percent better organized right. this year than it was last year. But in they, a way, they, it they has tripled to be. they tripled the uh, the charging stations. Yeah. They added but, but double beer gardens. But, I mean don't don't throw that one out like that's yeah. a good thing. I've heard many people say the charging stations, yeah, there's more of them, but they're still very slow. Yeah. Very slow. Yeah. Like so okay. Super slow. But still they, there's more of them. But they also like added more but the viewing is better on the on the two larger stages. They had, they added a second beer garden in the middle, they added another whole bathroom section. Yeah. So they added so many things at right. the second VIP area. Um except for a good musical lineup. <laughs> the musical lineup was solid. I mean, it was fine. Uh, AC, I will say, without going through anything, you know, just the headliners. Uh, Jack White was great. ACDC was amazing to me. I mean, like to be sixty-seven and sixty-four to come out. Oh, like, I thought you were saying. Never mind. <laughs> no, you know, ACD, but I will say this: ACDC from the first chord. Bam! I got you. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not listening to you. In the first chord, like bam, like just shut the whole game down. It was like you know. You say you you say you uh, shed a tear when Drake came on. I did. <laughs> I, 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 that's it, you know. Uh, my Drake review. You know, I saw Drake weekend two. I missed him in weekend one. Weekend weekend one had he had Madonna. a lot of bad reviews, like in yeah. terms of performances. He really got killed in the reviews. He got killed on both weekends. Okay, because weekend two, uh, I hear was a lot better, and I was mm. there for weekend two, and I thought it was good, but it was still not like I mean, he sounded great. Uh, the, he has a catalog. He's Drake, but the but the, he didn't give anyone a sh- the show. Yeah. I don't know. The, he had a forest set up. He sang one song in the forest. In the forest, like in the trees. He sang one song. Drake he in ended, the forest. He ended the thing with the with, with them raining in the forest. I read an article saying, terrible. saying that. I mean, he arguably is 
one of the worst performers that Coachella has ever had. Wow, yeah, that, yeah. That's that's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. Was it that bad though? Well, what, one of the worst headliners. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because headliners, okay, of course. Because when you headline, they're, they're saying he, that he's not ready. When you, when you're he's not ready for he's, it wasn't yeah. ready for that. Because when you're headlining, think about this: you're headlining, you're in front of like fifty thousand people. But he's done that. Well, maybe not fifty. He's done the arena tour for sure. He just did an arena tour that sold out. An arena tour is like 20, okay, 20, 30. 20, 20, 20. like thirty. Where you're right. You know, it's You're like, right. I mean, you know, so 20 is maxing out. It's really between 15 and 20. This is 50 plus. This is like, you know, this is big time. I will say, based on his catalog, based on his record, his records, his hits, like, he should have been able to execute. And so it says a lot. Sure. It says a lot about him as a respectable artist that, that he did not execute in terms of his showmanship, in terms of his I presentation. Think, I feel like, no, my, so my, my thing is, and, and, and we can move on because I don't want to go like 40 minutes on Drake, but like, I feel like he executed wonderfully i think i feel like he sounded good he he his his he he uh, i mean he was sounded great i think he was up there by himself for about 55 65 minutes which is a, a hard to do like yeah. literally by himself I mean, Nicki minaj came out you know briefly madonna came out briefly briefly we can one right. but like you know it's hard to do like he did everything right but it still wasn't enough that's the problem Hey. Like he is saying every hit, the crowd waved their hands, they jumped, they sang, girls took off their tops, like the whole thing happened. But I think, I it think still wasn't enough. He doesn't have the star wattage yet, or maybe not ever. When you follow we'll guys see. like ACDC who played for two hours straight Ooh. in their 60s and just like kill the game, or Jack White who plays for like, you know, you know, hours or something plus and just got hits, 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 hitting multiple genres, going blues and roots rock and, and white stripes and like, you know, and then Drake comes out and like, ah, da, 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 with well, the how, does, how does he do? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what happened? I don't know. I missed it. Uh, Jake, Jake was cool, though. All right. Anyway, so that's good. Coachella was great. Um, a highlight for me, though, Run the Jewels highlights. I know you don't like you want to hear that. Run the Jewels was Man, on we point. We're going to run to the next topic. Run the Jewels was on point. Uh, a Jungle was on point. Uh, you know, Steely Dan. Um, huh? Florence and the Machine. Yes, it was great. Are you going to go? All right. Keep it moving. No, no, no. I'll, I'm going to keep it moving, dog. Ten more things to go. <laughs> I got ten more points. Are we able to pause out? No, no, let's get no. We'll, we'll wrap up. Man. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, that's Coachella. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, man. Run the jewels. <laughs> Run the jewels. <laughs> anyway, so that's Coachella. Um, really quickly, Jay Z Beyonce album coming to title. You don't care? No, I do care. I, I care about the album title. Yes. Is a wash, like I said. I was right. Give me my give me my credit. Give me my credit, bro. It ha- it's like it's lost so much traction since the release. This big launch. Yes, like it's not even in the top seven hundred. It's not even the top seven hundred of apps. Yeah, that's terrible. Terrible. I agree. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's it's it, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But we will see. Uh, we're gonna skip Tribeca because there's too much to talk about there. Cool. cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll also skip Galaxy Quest becoming a TV series. Although I love the movie Galaxy Quest, I'm very interested in seeing the TV series and see what they do with it. Um, I do I do love that love that movie. Uh, but let, I do want to talk briefly about um, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, it was wonderful in Anaheim. Absolutely, uh, I did not go, which is uh, which is drives me nuts. Man, but, don't, uh, don't use that word right so, now. <laughs> <laughs> which drives me crazy. But the, the, the new Star Wars trailer did premiere. What do you think of that? Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. One but, word. 
<laughs> the new Star Wars trailer was fantastic. The appearance of Han Solo and Chewie at the end was great. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, J.J. Abrams did give pizza, send some pizza out to the people waiting in line overnight, which is a classy touch. Yep. Everyone came out, except for Harrison Ford, who's recovering from his plane crash. Plane crash. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of good stuff coming out of Star Wars Celebration. Um, a lot of friends there. A lot of uh, the 501st Le- Legion, my boys, the Stormtrooper guys were there. So, Our brothers. Uh, good for that. Uh, I'm going to spare you. i got 10 more topics. Man. Oh, that was good for you. I think that's it for us. Yeah, man. And then we'll sprint to the finish. Absolutely. Um, um, next week we will get into, we're, we're summer movie time. We're, yeah, we're, man. We're in some summer movies. So next week we'll start to get into the Avengers. We got the Avengers yeah. watching. So we'll get into that next week. Um, what can, <laughs> <laughs> what can, where can the people find you? You can, find me, you can find me at the bathroom. <laughs> really? Is that? It's wrapped. Achilles like, Shine leaves the building. I get it. That's funny. You can find Achilles Shine uh, at Achilles Shine on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me Joe Braswell at K- Joe K Braswell uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And that was it. Achilles Shine left us. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in.